With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. He's a well-respected high school football scout. Known for his unpopular opinion and brash commentary. The coach, Keith Miller. Today you the transparent truth. The world's number one source for high school football recruiting news and interviews. The transparent truth. Tr- 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 <laughs> welcome, welcome. You're now listening to The Transparent Truth. It's your boy, Coach Keith. Intercom Studios in the Miracle Mile. Maslin and Wilsh are excited about today's show. Getting ready, getting ready to bring you some hotness. Uh, stock up, stock down. We got a sleeper of the week. And we're talking stock up, stock down. We're talking high school, talk college, pro, players, teams, everything. We got some high school game recaps. Chaminade, Sarah, Birmingham, Granada Hills, Garfield, Roosevelt, the East, East LA Classic, and then modern day Jay Sarah. Uh, we also got some college recaps, some very, very interesting outcomes here on the West Coast that I think um, definitely is going to set the table for the last quarter of the season. We'll see how that shakes out. We'll talk about it here. Then we got some discussion topics. We got some hot takes from your boy coach keith be prepared for that because you know i'm gonna hit you upside the head but before we get to any of that we got to remind everybody on this show we love to start off with our sleeper of the week it's time for our sit and sleep sleeper of the week really want to thank our guy larry miller he's allowing us to showcase unknown prospects that need to be brought to the spotlight larry is all about family and community and his support is helping to change the lives of young players across the country each week young men are getting scholarship offers after being featured on this show so thank you larry when we have business and a man that is really interested in the community we need to show our support right back at him sit sleep is the only place that offers advanced sleep technology Greg, body diagnostics that's five star stuff this is high quality stuff lay down on a mattress and within seconds thousands of sensors can help you find the absolute right mattress for you wow within seconds seconds man that's awesome sit and sleep They'll beat anyone's advertised price or your mattress is free. Appreciate you, Larry Miller. Thank you, Larry. All right, our sleep of the week this week comes from the city section. Yes, the L.A. city section has players other than at Narbonne High School. This week's Transparent Truth Sleeper of the Week comes out the city section. We're talking about none other than the Birmingham Patriots. Out in Balboa, Lake Balboa, Birmingham High School, they have a handful of 2021 underclassmen who I think are going to be at the very least regional recruits. That means 15 offer kids. But I found a defensive back, a safety who I really, really like, very intriguing, 6'2", 180 pounds, long and athletic, but physical. Coming downhill, ready to hit people in the face who have the football. Jeremiah Cox, 2021 safety, Birmingham High School. A good athlete. Coming down on kickoff team, knocking people out. Coming downhill in the alleyways, laying a lumber. Kid's got ball skills. He's got size and athleticism and length. Sounds like a big-time prospect to me. Birmingham High School, congratulations. Mr. Jeremiah Cox. Congratulations. 
You are this week's Transparent Truth Sleeper of the Week. Keep doing your thing, big fella. I see you out there balling. Let's move along. We're talking stock up, stock down. Stock up, stock down is a segment I like to use to really highlight guys who I think are doing a great job or have done a great job in the past week. And it's not to down guys who didn't do a great job, but just to let you know, hey, you're slipping and you need to tighten up. So stock up this week. We're going to start with stock up. Stock up. John Humphreys, the wide receiver out of Corona Del Mar. I think he had four touchdown catches. He's got over 20 on the season. He's a special football player going to Stanford. Love his game. Freshman quarterback Malachi Nelson in the same game, but opposite team. Los Alamitos quarterback. Super talented. Uh, very strong arm. I loved his improved athletic ability outside the pocket. Needs to get the game to slow down for him. Uh, really read the field pre-snap and get the ball out on time and on target. But a big-time future ahead. Quarterback C.J. Stroud, Rancho Cucamonga. Throwing the ball all over the yard. I think he had four touchdown passes for Rancho Cucamonga as they blow out Upland. C.J. playing ball. Silas Bowden. Wide receiver of CJ's over there at Rancho. Man, speedy, man. This guy can roll. He's got great speed. Uh, a couple touchdowns. Electric plays. Very fast. Running back Sammy Green over there at J. Sarah. Showed out a little bit for the J. Sarah Lions, even though they got throttled. Wide receiver Keon Burnett also made a couple big-time plays that had me very impressed. The young sophomore has got a big-time future. Quarterback Bryce Young lit it up. In the first half versus Jay Sarah, I don't know how you stop this kid. Um, everybody's tried. Nobody has succeeded. And uh, it's going to be an issue in the playoffs. You better believe it. Bryce Young, stock is up. Even though you're my number one rated player, your stock is up. Cornerback Josh Hunter over at Modern Day. Really love this young fella. He does nothing but make plays. And once I think he gets more comfortable with that ball being in the air and, and, and his body positioning in phase, he'll learn to keep his hands off of receivers. But I love Josh Hunter, stock up. Quincy Craig, stock up. A blocked field goal this week. This guy just makes nothing but plays sophomore, track runner, um, plays running back in modern day. Stock up, man. Blocked a field goal, came off the edge. And just like a playmaker. A playmaker. I really like him as a running back. I think he's going to be a really good football player. Ray Lutelli, second week in a row, and probably all season. Lutelli with a pick six against Jay Sarah Ray is making big-time plays and big-time moments for the modern-day Monarchs, and he deserves his love and respect. Dyson McCutcheon with a big-time game over there at Bishop Amont. Guy does it in three ways, man. Offense, defense, special teams. He's a great athlete. Daddy was an excellent athlete, no question about it. Dyson following in his footsteps. Great job, young McCutcheon. How about the Oregon defense, the Oregon Ducks? Uh, I think led by Brady Breeze and, and, and Troy Dye. Also, Kayvon Thibodeau, and lastly, Mike Hill Wright. Those four guys uh, made a ton of plays for the Oregon defense as they put the clamp down in the second half on USC, and we'll talk about that a little later. How about the San Jose State team? Stock up, okay? They were 4-4, four and four, I believe, going into the game against Boise State, and they put on a nice show. I enjoyed watching this. So, San Jose State football, stock up. Running back George Holani, the freshman at Boise State. Stock up, big time. Four touchdowns leading Boise State with a big win. And how about the Baltimore Ravens? Just their overall team. Great job by Coach Harbaugh, John Harbaugh, 
getting his guys ready to play as they throttle the New England Patriots. And I love what Baltimore has done offensively, defensively, key additions, philosophy switches and changes. I love what they've done, so stock up for them. Here's our stock down segment. Stock downs, these are guys who either A, didn't show up for me, or B, um, didn't show up uh, like 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 their rankings or, 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 or like the media has portrayed them that they should have, okay? Stock down, uh, Jonathan Flo. Didn't see much from him at all watching the uh, Upland Rancho game. Now, you know, granted, I didn't see every play of the game, but just watching, you know, C.J. Stroud on offense or Jonathan Flo on defense, just, just didn't see Flo step up and make many plays for Upland's defense. Uh, stock down, Jay Sarah as a team. Uh, very, very confused on how they've taken such a huge step back from last year. They've been taking over by Servite as the third-place team in the Trinity League. But Jay Sarah really put up very little fight against Modern Day, and it was way too easy for the Monarchs. So Jay Sarah stocked down. They got to get themselves together. Um, and then the USC defense stocked down. That was a very poor performance defensively. Uh, you don't cover anybody. And Oregon receivers just making plays all over the place. So stock down USC defense. So that's my stock up, stock down segment. Don't get in your feelings and take it personal. Take it as a challenge and step up if your stock is down. And if your stock is up, hey, man, keep doing what you've been doing, making plays and and entertaining the folks. That's what I'm talking about. It's time to move along to our high school game recaps. High school game recaps. We're talking Shamanad Sarah. I picked Shamanad in this game. They come out and they get the W, 24-14 over Sarah. Quarterback Jalen Henderson, the junior, 185 yards passing, two touchdowns, 62 yards rushing and a rushing touchdown, three total for the junior quarterback who's made very nice strides in his junior year. How about my one to watch last week, Ian Duarte, 64-yard touchdown catch down the middle of the field over LaVon Belkley Shelton. He beats LV for the touchdown, Ian Duarte. Making plays as a 2023 freshman on the big stage. Caleb Gardner, a diving touchdown catch with 20 seconds left to kind of clinch it. William Camacho for Chaminade, 23 carries, 124 yards and a touchdown. For Sarah, quarterback Doug Brumfield had a solid game, 9-16, 125 yards, a touchdown running, a touchdown throwing, and wide receiver, senior wide receiver, Ron, Ron Gillen, big-time one-handed catch for a touchdown. He had four for 67 yards, but Sarah, my alma mater, they just cannot get right. They've lost three in a row to Chaminade, and um, both teams going into the playoffs, but Sarah, man, not looking good at all. Birmingham, 42, Granada Hills, 0 Thought this would be a tough one for Granada Hills. Birmingham is a really talented team. Granada Hills, uh, you know, first-year coach, Bucky Brooks. They had some momentum coming into this game, but that momentum was halted quickly by the Birmingham Patriots. Quarterback Jackson Dadich, he was 17 for 26, 266, and two touchdowns. He also ran four touchdowns. The Birmingham defense is very physical and very fast. They only gave up 108 yards total offense, and my 2021 cornerback Mason White, who I love over at Birmingham, he had a big-time interception. What about Garfield, Roosevelt, East L.A. Classic? Garfield, 25, Roosevelt, 0. Wasn't much offense 
by either team in this one. Kyron Ross with the biggest play of the game, a 44-yard fumble return for a touchdown. Garfield only gave up 106 yards of total offense. And Roosevelt, they get shut out. Them and their double-wing offense, they get shut out. Versus Garfield in the East L.A. Classic. Congratulations, Garfield, on the big win. And then last but not least, Modern Day 51, J. Sarah 14. And it wasn't even that close. Bryce Young, how special was he? He was perfect. 17 for 17, 373 yards, five touchdowns, all in the first half. If he wanted to throw for 700 yards and 10 touchdowns, he could have. Keon Hudson Ware. Keon Ware Hudson. Hudson Ware. Ware Hudson. Uh, three catches, 122 yards and a touchdown. Keon Ware Hudson. And then C.J. Williams, the sophomore, three catches, 79 yards and two touchdowns. Cody Epps, the super senior, having a huge senior year. Three catches, 62 yards, two touchdowns. And how about the junior running back, Morris C.J. Yes, overlooked and undervalued. He had 11 carries, 88 yards, and a big-time spectacular touchdown up the sideline. So shout-out to Morris C.J. Yes, a kid that I'm very fond of. It's a great job, modern day, and what is going on with Jay Sarah. They have taken a, not just one, a couple of steps backwards, and they got to get that ship righted. Um, but for Jay Sarah, a couple guys stood out for me. We talked a little bit earlier about Sammy Green in our stock up segment. Big 64-yard touchdown run. Love his speed and his explosiveness in the open field. I thought he showed a lot of heart, though. He was running hard, even though he was getting busted up. Sammy Green, you know, I got I got respect for your game, no question. How about sophomore tight end wide receiver Keon Burnett? I think he's going to be a big-time tight end built out of the, uh, the Kelsey mold, built out of that new kind of tight end mold who they kind of look like receivers, but they're you know they're moving like they're lo- they they look like tight ends, but they're moving like receivers. Burnett is built out of that cloth. Reminds me a lot of my eight-year-old son, Austin Miller. Um, six receptions, seventy-two yards, and a touchdown. Caught one up towards the sideline, stiff-armed the guy to the ground, and walked into the end zone. Also caught a big-time back shoulder on a contested ball. Love Keon Burnett. Think he's going to be an excellent, excellent college prospect and big-time football player. And then Jaden Genova, twelve tackles defensively. Couple in the backfield. I saw him playing hard and getting after people, but just not enough out of Jay Sarah they get bombed by modern day 51 to 14. And that does it for my high school game recaps. Time to move on to some college recaps. Let's talk Georgia over Florida and the largest outdoor cocktail party 24-17, Georgia over Florida. I tend to think Georgia is the most talented team in the country, but Jake Fromm, I think, has take the step, but take, taking a step back this year for Georgia, the Georgia quarterback, and they're not playing like I anticipated that they would. I had them ranked number one, and even though I think they have the best talent in the country, they're not playing the best football in the country, but they do beat Florida 24-17. It was a good game, competitive game. Uh, Georgia just a little bit too much for Florida in the end. Let's bring it to the Pac-12 real quick. 33-28, Utah beats Washington. What is going on with Washington? They were 5-3 going into the game. They're 5-4 now. This was a team who was top 10, top 15 preseason. They're now 5-4. Chris Peterson got to be scratching his head. Um, Washington just, you know, can't, you know, hey, can't get the job done. At home versus Utah, they get popped. At home versus Oregon, they get popped. I mean, hey, you got to make plays and you got to finish out the game. Um, How about Boise? That was a great game. I don't know if you guys stayed up to watch 
on CBS Sports Network, Boise versus San Jose State. Excellent game, back and forth. Trey Walker for San Jose. Um, Excuse me, Boise, George Halani, uh, Spank Bachmeyer, a couple of SoCal kids playing really well. George Halani, four touchdowns. 125 yards. Boise State beats San Jose State 52-42, but it was a great game. It was back and forth. There were big plays, hard hits. It was a a really good game, really enjoyable there out in the Mountain West Conference. Let's bring it back to the pack. Oregon smashes USC 56-24 after halftime. I mean, I think, you know, SC was up 10-0 in this game, and they go on and give up 56, and they end up getting beat 56-24. So it was, after that 10-0 started, it was 56-14. And Oregon just absolutely whips USC. And I'll talk a little bit about that during my hot takes. USC not looking great at 5-4, and four, along with Washington. Uh, how about Oregon State? They are on the rise, on the rise and on the come up. Watch what I tell you. 56-38, Oregon State. Coach Jonathan Smith doing a really good job over at Oregon State, coaching those guys and getting his schemes in place, getting some players in there that can make some plays. And they smack Arizona 56-38. What is going on with Arizona? They are Dr. Heck, you know, Dr. Mr. Heckle and Dr. Hyde, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, excuse me. I'm a little flustered. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, Oregon State. 56, Arizona 38. Arizona, what is going on with your defense? I don't think that coordinator is going to be back next year. He's 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 been taking a beating this year. And then uh, lastly, UCLA. UCLA Bruins, 31. Colorado, 14. Dorian Thompson-Robson, 200 yard, over 200 yards passing, two touchdowns. Game has started to slow down for him. He's executing Chip Kelly's offense. The Bruins... I think they're four and five now. I think they got a shot. And we'll talk a little bit about that here coming up. So those are my college game recaps. And uh, as the college season winds down, we're separating the contenders from the pretenders. And we'll definitely see how that shakes out this week. Let's move into our discussion topics. UCLA recruiting has improved. Their on-field play has improved. Have they turned the corner as a program? Did USC just quit in the second half against Oregon? Will LSU beat Alabama? Lamar Jackson has made the dual-threat quarterback something spectacular in the NFL. Will his production and performance make Jalen Hurts a first-round pick? Or will the NFL coaches continue to try to fit a square peg into a round hole? Here are my hot takes. UCLA has the UCLA football is on the move. The light has come on and they seem to have found their footing. It all started with the quarterback. Once he got comfortable and got his confidence... They started to take off. Dorian Thompson-Robinson playing good football. Chip Kelly getting what he wants offensively, some big plays, but also running the football well with Josh Kelly. The recruiting, they just got a big commitment out of Hall of Fame World Bowl wide receiver, Logan Loya. UCLA 
is turning the corner and for me has turned the corner in terms of bringing this program back to the national stage. UCLA has turned the corner and I think they go they go on and win the Pac-12 South this year. Now, that means they have to go beat Utah. If they've turned the corner like I said that they have, they go in there and maybe they don't beat Utah, but they take that game deep into the fourth quarter and it's a battle. I think Utah ultimately wins. And I think US, excuse me, UCLA barely misses out on a Pac-12 South championship. But doesn't mean that they haven't turned the corner as a program. The UCLA Bruins have turned the corner. It starts with their sophomore quarterback and their physical run game. And Coach Chip Kelly has his program on the right track. And I think they're going to be good next year. I think they'll be great in year four, which is Dorian Thompson Robinson's senior year. Next hot take. Did USC just quit in the second half versus Oregon? Listen, USC got off to a good start, 10-0. After that, they get absolutely blasted by the Ducks. Mike Hill Wright, big-time punt return, excuse me, kickoff return for a touchdown. Kayvon Thibodeau dominating the line of scrimmage. Troy Dye, a menace in the USC backfield, hitting the quarterback upside his head. But it getting outplayed is one thing, but it seemed like USC quit late into that third quarter and that fourth quarter. I did not see the effort or the intensity needed to compete in the Pac-12, and that was disappointing for me. USC quit against Oregon, and that is unacceptable as a Pac-12 fan or USC fan. It's time to make some changes. Will LSU beat Bama? There's reports out there that Tua won't play. There's also reports it's a game-time decision. I'm here to tell you, it doesn't matter if Tua plays or not. LSU will beat Alabama on Saturday. Yeah, I know. President Donald Trump is going to be there. Oh, I could care less. I hope they boo him from here all the way back to Washington, D.C. But the biggest part about this whole game is LSU now has an offense that does not handicap their team. They're going to spread the field. They're going to get their receivers the ball in space. And they get a chance to exploit a Bama defense that has not been dominant this season. LSU goes into T-Town and they punish that Bama defense and they come out on top and they win the SEC West and they meet Georgia in the SEC Championship game. That's my hot take on that. Lastly, Lamar Jackson put on a show Monday Night Football against the Patriots and Bill Belichick. The future Hall of Fame coach and legendary defensive mastermind had no answer for this dynamic two-way dual-threat quarterback that could run it and throw it, move the sticks, and convert third and fourth downs into touchdowns against his Patriots defense. Will NFL coaches continue to try to put 
a square peg in a round hole, trying to make these dual-threat quarterbacks pocket passers? Or will they adapt some college philosophy and concepts, thereby enhancing and empowering the talents and abilities of these young special playmakers who have the ball in their hands every play. Here's my hot take. Lamar Jackson's productivity and future futuristic offense that they're running now in Baltimore will lend to Jalen Hurts, the quarterback of Oklahoma, to be a first-round draft pick and have an NFL staff build their offense around his skill set, which I've been begging for for 20 years. Going back to Michael Bishop when he played at Kansas State. Why don't these NFL coaches build the offense around the quarterback instead of trying to make the quarterback fit into their offense? Wake up, you lames. These guys can go. And if you just get your head out of your butt, they can take you to the promised land. That's my take. That about does it here on The Transparent Truth. Thank you for joining me. Check back in with me on Friday for the Friday matchup show. We got the playoffs. Playoffs? Playoffs? We got the playoffs, ladies and gentlemen. High school football playoffs here in the Southern Section. Some really good matchups. Servite, Mission Viejo. Excellent matchup. What about Calabasas and their elite wide receivers, quarterback, skill guys versus that Bosco defense? Very, very intriguing. It's going to be fun to watch. Tap back in with me Friday on the matchup show. It's your boy, Coach Keith. There's a new sheriff in town, and his name's Reggie Hammond. Y'all be cool.